Hello and welcome to You OK Man, a men's mental health discussion. I'm Elliot. I'm Jake. And I'm Tom. And uh, You OK Man? So, how's your week been, Jake? Uh, well, we had a bit of a, a deep one last week and mm. possibly the two weeks before that as well, didn't we? Um, this week's been a bit odd for me. Um, it's been a really, really good week. Don't get me wrong. I've had, um, I've had a lot of fun um, at work. Um, we've done a lot of good stuff at work. You might have seen um, on Twitter, uh, on the programme that I work on, we, uh, we did a lot for... Um, well, we did a lot of discussion around the, the protests that are happening, um, as well as just the black experience. Um, a lot of you know, sort of um, things that I'm not necessarily capable of understanding, but um, we put a lot of people through on air who um, who spoke from a point of view that that yeah, from, from the from the black experience, from you know, from their backgrounds, um, that I'm I was blown away by. Um, and I'm really, really happy that we, we've had a week of radio where we've been able to do that. And I hope from now on, um, we, we sort of, we, we do focus on that more. And I think these protests, just to start off with, um, have been a really good force for change. Um, which is, which is, I mean, obviously stemmed on by a horrible act and, and the news is, is often very, very dreary and can affect my mental health. But I think this week it's, uh, it's been very good and, and I think hopefully change will happen from from that um, you know from listening to people people are very um, incensed to do things um, and there's a lot of support behind it anyway my mental health wise so fantastic week we've done all of that um, and and to be honest with you again I think I've had possibly my best week in radio this week I found out that my um, my hours are going to be uh, vastly cut down, and um, I knew this was going to happen. I wasn't uh, sort of kidding myself around this. Um, this was sort of a, a stipulation that we, we I'd only really got the opportunities I, I, I had done, and I'm very grateful for them because of the crisis um, and because uh, they sort of they brought more people in to limit the spread of the virus and we, we were put into individual teams um you know a producer a, a an assistant producer and a tech operative per presenter um when we're in the studio so we had our own little group um whereas ordinarily there would be a lot of crossover there'd be uh, you know a single assistant producer per four or five shows um that changed to a single assistant producer per one show and that was me i, I got an opportunity to do that um that's now being cut back. Everything's going back to normal. Um, I'm still staying on and working um, some hours there. Um, but whereas I was working six days a week, I'm now going to have six days a week off, um, which is, uh, it's a fundamental change that I'm really worried about because as we've spoken about over the course of I think this is the fourth episode we're on now. I've been repressing a lot of stuff and I'm going to, I'm about to get a lot of free time to think about that. And I don't think I'm prepared for that. I really don't think I'm prepared for all of that. It's because it's, it's going to be a wave an onrush of things. And I'm, 
I'm almost certain I'm not going to be happy. Um, hopefully only for a brief period, but, um, but for a period nonetheless. And it's, it's almost like processing it is trying to avoid the fact that it's happening um, as opposed to processing it going, oh yeah, now, now I'm going to have to confront all of these issues that I've perhaps time. Um, instead, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a bit of denial, I would argue, um, where I'm going, oh no, it's all fine. It's, it's all going to, it's going to end. Um, that doesn't I'm gonna be sound fine. like you, Jake. Does it, it doesn't, does it? It doesn't at all. <laughs> um, oh, I won't be laughing next week. I'll probably be crying. But um, I, f- I, f- I feel like, I feel like the last couple of weeks has been you being like, yeah, no, I'm doing all right, actually. And then me going, no, you're not. And you going, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, exactly. It's, yeah. uh. This, this, I mean, this Very. right here is exactly why you're sort of ignoring things as they're happening and being like, oh, I'm too busy to deal with my mental health now. This is exactly why I see it as a, as a bad idea, right? Because eventually it catches up with you. Um, and it's good that you're conscious that it's going to ca- catch up with you. Um, mm. And that's, that's all you can really do at this point, right? Is just be conscious that it's, it's going to catch up with you and sort of, yeah, prepare yourself if that like if you can not in a kind of like brace for the emotions but kind of like uh try and work out what your signifiers are so stuff like so for me if i find that i'm uh playing video games most of the day or watching tv like most of the day or finding that i'm i i don't set myself a clear goal in a day right so if i find that i've i wake up and i've got i know that the things that i should be doing if i don't set myself the goal of doing something that day it's it, because i'm not quite in a place to be to be to be doing it and so kind of catching those signifiers early can help you to then sort of maybe combat them and, and as, as you mm. get through the week and i'm i'm in this big worry that instead of catching these these sort of signifying elements of of exactly as you described i'm instead going to block it all out and just mm. just focus on like searching for jobs and other things mm. i feel as though i'm trying to full, fully blown i'm already in the mode where i'm um i know i say i'm in a state of denial in the sense that i'm about to go from working you know flat out to you know not working or working one day a week I think I'm already deflecting that onto you've got to search for more jobs, Jake. You've got to, um, you know, supplement your income somehow. You've got to work out your, your, you know, your path going forward. Because as much as I'm, I'm going to be sticking around um, at LBC, I will be um, in, in need of, of, of other employment somewhere. Um, and I have ideas of where I would like to work, sort of in the interim. Um, and with the experience I have, I, you know, hopefully they'll, they'll give me a look in even though this whole crisis is still going on and I imagine funds are, are limited for employment um but yeah I'm deflecting it onto that and I know I'm already doing it I, I can I can hear I can see it in my head I'm, I'm just deflecting and it's bad mm. I, I, I'm not I'm not I, I'm scared to confront things and um it's even worse. I'm aware of that, and I'm I'm willing to just say say this. And uh, it's it's and, not worse. You're in a place yeah. where you're aware of it, and that doesn't mean that you have all the answers. But it does mean that you are, uh, you are an advantage compared to where you could be. 
oh yeah i i'm i'm at an advantage yeah it's uh, it's just it's the confrontation aspect it's the confrontation yeah. aspect of i think you have to be quite well like you say you have to be mentally prepared to confront things that you haven't you've you've pushed away because if you're not mentally prepared you're likely to deal with them in the wrong way aren't you exactly i think you've got to be mentally prepared for the right thing as well like you said earlier that you're um that you know you're going to be sad about it and and you know that it's going to be a tough week and it, and, it, and it will you know like it's it's not a fair thing that's happened and you know it's yeah it's like it, it is an unfair thing but i think you've got to try as as much as you can to look at it as like an opportunity try to go through with it with a positive mindset try and use i guess like when you say opportunity it's it's an opportunity yeah to to confront things well, i can list the things yeah. down down on the table that I, I feel like i'm gonna have to confront it's yeah. all of these mental health hours that i've had yeah. um and and all the people i've spoken to in a really quite dark place um when i've been on the phones there, there's stuff there that i was again i don't i don't I've, I've I've described this before that I don't think I was prepared to deal with, um, and and that stuck with me um, very much, uh, without going into details. Um, and then I think after that, very much so, just just I think I'm probably it's going to sound silly, but I think I might burn out when I'm resting. I think that's definitely going to happen. I think the whole I've been working, I've not had a day off in in sort of three months other than Sunday my, my day off uh, like I say I have had days off I've not had a like sort of a, a rest day in the week or anything for like mm. the best part of three months um and I think that's all going to catch up with me and I think there's you know there's definitely emotions that perhaps I've not vented from that time um maybe I've got a bit frustrated at work or or, or some things like that that are going to catch up with me I imagine there's the the whole being upset about sort of I mean as much as I knew it was going to happen I love working and I love working and doing the job that I'm doing so there's going to be an element of being upset about not being able to do that anymore um I think worry about the future is definitely going to be something um you know we, we've only got like two months left in the house um as much as I've now just about paid my overdraft off um I'm still looking to the future and 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 you know i want to live in london how am i going to be able to afford that um getting another job is another worry and perhaps that's why i'm trying to deflect all of the rest of that off onto that because you know the financial aspect of things are um are a big worry and just general anxieties around sort of i mean am i going to be able to live with my girlfriend am i not going to be able to live with my girlfriend am i going to have to go home going home is the worst thing in the world like i love my family but it's a dead end there's nothing there i, I mean it's, it's in the countryside in the middle of nowhere um, yeah. and there are no opportunities there and and that to me going back there at the age of what it'll be 24 terrifies me because that just signals a step back in my life and i don't want that yeah um, i think the big thing about this is to note that all of these things don't happen at once. It's very easy to get can like caught up in the fact that all these things are going to happen. I'm going to be put in these bad situations, but these are all things they don't all happen instantly. Like you've got time and a lot of time to work through these things and work this out. Like it's what you said about going home. It's the same situation with me. Like my parents think about moving out to the new forest and out here there's, you know, there's, there's nothing much for a young person. 
At least you got um, a train line to London. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah, there is a, there's a train line there, but, you know, commuting, what, two hours every day just to go to work and come back. Yeah. I mean, having having done an hour and a half every day just to go to yeah. work and come back. Um, I'm sorted here. It's I recommend minutes. it. I'm 20, I'm 20 <laughs> minutes from London. <laughs> it's lucky for some, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's great. Here, <laughs> it's, it's not London, and it's not like uh, it's not like built up or anything like that. I've got loads of space to run around in, but uh, you know, the fast train to London in the morning is about thirty minutes. Once Crossrail's in, it's twenty minutes to the centre of London. Twenty minutes? Huh? You said twenty minutes. <laughs> okay, the fast train's thirty. When Crossrail's in, it's gonna it's thirty to Paddington. When Crossrail's in, it's gonna be twenty to the centre of London. Mm. I mean, barring a mass conversation about London transport, um, <laughs> yeah, I just um, I feel like a lot of things are going to catch up with me, and but that's okay, and this is all yeah. good because you 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 do seem very aware of what's happening and and what is coming. Like even just letting you talk for a, a, a few minutes there, you brought up a lot of things which are clearly have been on your mind for a few weeks and now that the prospect of time off is coming these things are these things are kind of rising to the surface don't don't be don't be scared of that they've they've less been on my mind they've been at the back of my head yeah um and now they're coming to the forefront simply out of well there's nothing else there to to stop them coming out um i'm not worried about deadlines i'm not worried about uh well i mean I am still worried about deadlines for the coming week um, and things that I have to do for the coming week. It's just that because those deadlines are about to disappear and there's nothing mm. behind those deadlines, more deadlines, that being, um, yeah, they're getting, you know, these, these issues are in, inching closer and closer to the front of my mind. Um, and there's going to be that point on Monday next week on the 15th where I sort of just, I wake up and you know, I've been, I've been getting up pretty late, honestly. I've been getting up at like, because my body clock's pretty messed up. Um, I've been getting up about two in the afternoon and, and sort of I'm going to, you know, getting ready and going to work at about three. Mm. Um, I'm going to wake up at about, what, probably like 11, 12 on Monday. And I'm going to be sat there looking at the ceiling and going, I have nothing to do. And that's going to mm. be terrifying. <laughs> the whole idea of that is just so like... What 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 does your girlfriend do during the day then? Is she studying? Is she working? Or so she has now um, finished the bulk of her work. She's still got to write. So she's a master student. She's still got to write a dissertation. Mm. Um, so she's got things to occupy her. She's very much looking forward to me being back more of the time because um, it's company. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I've warned her. I've said there's there's only going to be sort of so much time before i i i'm gonna dip i'm inevitably going to dip because but i i think that's can't. the wrong way to look at it i think mm -hmm. saying i'm gonna keep trying to go as long as i can but eventually i'm gonna break and then i'm then we're gonna have to talk about things i think getting in there straight like obviously making her aware of this and making sure that this is all okay so she does know about all of this it's not i'm not i've yeah. I made her aware of all of the issues it's just it's it's i guess it's when i want to confront them um, but I think confronting them before you reach that breaking point, right? So, so being like, hey, can we have a chat today or tonight or, and just, just see if we can talk through some things, if that's okay. Um, and, and also, like, 
I, I don't have anything going on where I'm urgently needed next week. I am absolutely happy to have a call with you and, and chat through these things. I, I just think it's important to address them before it gets to that point that you keep talking about where you're like, it's going to come out. If you can get on top yeah. of that, and if you're, so remember, yeah, it's, it's, it's that glass, right? It's, it's opening the tap rather than letting it spill over the top. Because when you open you keep it, using I, this analogy for it's me, it's a yes, great so analogy. Like, it is a great <laughs> analogy. I'm, 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 I'm completely on board with it because it, it's correct. When you're opening the tap, you're in control, and mm. you, you are controlling what's coming out and how much is coming out and for how long and to whom. But when it's spilling over, when you're filling up and spilling over the top, the things can come out at the wrong time to the wrong people and the wrong, and, and you can misdirect anger or frustration at other people. So I think mm. it's important to try and open that tap a little bit in controlled bits with friends and, and loved ones rather than waiting for that point where you can no longer push it down anymore because that's when you start to do irreversible damage. I've also started looking back through my notes in uh, I've got a notebook that I've written everything down in throughout my, my sort of my three months working on um, the program that I do. And uh, I've been looking back through it and I've, I've sort of seen how I've improved and to be honest with you, that was quite, I mean, I, I, I gained some solace from that because I, I guess I'm going to have to take positives from sort of my experience working on, I mean, well, I mean, I, that's, that's ridiculous. Of course, I'm going to have to take positives from all of that. That's what's going to push me forward onward. Um, but I think that's the one thing, the one saving grace from all of this has been as much as I'm about to go back into sort of normal life again and, and, <laughs> And I mean, my abnormal sort of working hours and, and you know, the, the incredibly fortunate position I was in is about to end. Um, I had a really good time at it. And I think I, I did a good job um, by and by. And that's going to push me on in the future to the sort of the employment that I want. And yeah, I've, I'm starting to take those positives too. So, I mean, as much as there is all of this dark and dreary stuff that is inevitably going to come out and I'm going to have to, like you say earlier, open that tap and control it um i am also gonna sort of talk about the positives as well because i think that's necessary um to just to benefit me and to benefit those around me and to to not make all of it negative in a way because it's not all negative and it doesn't all need to be negative mm. if you see my point of view yeah anyhow tom how was your week um <laughs> Good. It's like no, it has been a good week actually. It's been a really nice week to be honest. I've just, you know, I've just kind of separated myself from social media and the internet, and I've just kind of led my free life. Really. Mm. How was that separation? Because I know, great. I I find it very difficult to break away from social media. Maybe because of my work, but but at the same time, I find it quite difficult because I I worry that I'm missing out on things. Do you not? No, I don't worry I'm missing out on anything because I feel like I'm up to date with it just by watching the news mm-hmm. at the night or something. But it's the more I spend time away from it, the more I realise that social media is just like it's just an addiction. Like your phone in general is such an addiction. Mm. Like I'm constantly I'm even checking it now to see if anyone's messaged me. And I think that's the thing that's come with the breakup as well, which is, you know, constantly having someone texting me to now not having it. I'm like, I'm mm. constantly checking my phone see if they've texted obviously they haven't so i'm gonna be like oh they haven't texted and then it's just like a it's like a it's like a punch in the balls but every time it gets less and less painful 
I, that's an interesting point because replacing things is is difficult very yeah, difficult very difficult what have you been doing to replace that um, gap um, just uh just a whole host of things really i mean yeah i'm here with my dad so i talk with my dad a lot I play mm-hmm. video games i write i read uh well, i was doing my degree but i finished that on thursday not my <laughs> congratulations degree, Thank you. So yeah, I've got that's another hole to fill. Uh, I'm playing a lot of golf, which is good. You got uh, a golf course up there? Yeah, it's a, it's literally like a five minute drive away as well. Oh, so you I go, play jammy there. guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I go and play there, um, but that's good. But yeah, I just I'm super tired all the time. Like I'm just tired. I get up, I go to sleep at like half eleven midnight, and I wake yeah. up at like ten half ten. And then I just sit in bed until like half 11, sometimes even midday. And then I get up and just mope around and I'm just mm. tired. So I need to enforce more of a structure into my day. It's not like I'm, I'm, I don't feel like I'm sad. I feel, obviously I feel down and I'm, mm. you know, sometimes I feel a bit more sad than other times, but most of the time I'm, I'm, I'm all right, but it's just. How's your diet? Good. No, me and my, me and my dad eat yeah. really well. Like I'm cereal in the morning. Then I have like bacon and eggs and toast and a banana for lunch. And then me and my dad like cook a bunch of vegetables and pork steaks. And sometimes we make these, we try and do like one vegetarian meal per week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's all good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just feel like I just, I just don't have enough of a structure. When I was doing my, when I was back doing my degree, and I had like other jobs going on as well. I split my day up. So I'd do like two hours would be work. Another two hours would be doing playing video games or something or, or doing something fun. And another two hours would be like drawing, animating, reading, doing something that's productive, but also mm-hmm. like creative at the same time. And then I go play golf or go on a run. Then that's the end. Then I just slowly wind down. Hmm. So, I mean, you have got, you've got an element of structure there. It's not, I mean, it's, it's not perhaps what you want it to be, but you've got a basis that you could build upon. Yeah, no, I've definitely got like a strong foundation to go with, but like over, especially over like the past half week, it's just been moping around really, like just getting up late, sitting in pajamas all day. And then like just literally playing video games for hours and then realizing oh wait let, i should actually do something and then i start writing or, or drawing or, or, or reading or i go and play golf so, how how are you finding writing are you are you finding creatively that you're still able to to, to output oh yeah 100 percent. when i get around to doing it i really enjoy it mm. but it's just keeping focused like my attention span has gone out the window i can't focus on anything so that's um, so obviously it's been a pretty, I mean, for the world in general, it's been a pretty devastating three months. Yeah. Um, but I think having a course to keep you busy and a deadline to keep you focused on, yeah. uh, for me at least, has is, is meant that I, I've been quite tunnel visioned. Mm. And I wonder if it might be the same situation that now that deadline has passed and you've, and you've finished this year, you kind of maybe it's a similar thing to what what's happened to Jake is that a lot of what's happened is caught up uh, just, just like mental exhaustion wise. Right. So mm. if you're aware that there's a deadline, that's what you're working towards. Anything that comes up, you can kind of 
put away and your, your, your brain can just keep going and you can just keep going because you're like, that's fine. I just have to go to that deadline. Yeah. And then when you get to that deadline, you're done and your body kind of retroactively becomes exhausted. I used to get it all the time, like uh, whenever I went on holiday from school or like whenever, whenever summer started, Easter, winter, whatever, mm. I'd always be sick for the first week because mm. I was working. You changed your routine. Yeah, but I was, right. I was working all term and then I, I stopped and my body is like, and breathe and then it can yeah. be kind of it's that exhaustion that catches up to you and i wonder if that yeah. might be something that's happening no i think i think so i mean the more you talk about it there that makes more sense but the way the way i've kind of felt is you know like those funnels you used to use like in science where it's got like the wide top and they you pour liquid down and it goes into like a little tube yeah i feel like the reverse of that so like i've had this small tube that i've been filing down for most of lockdown or up until now and now i've come out and i've just spread out everywhere i've just like flopped like <laughs> all over the floor and now i'm just I've, i'm everywhere and i've just mm. got to pick myself up and you've got to you've got yeah. to basically move back down you've got a like yeah. diamond shaped funnel back down into it exactly i gotta yeah. sort myself out so you feel like because you no longer have a deadline you've kind of now got sort of i'm just yeah i'm just I mean, listeners can't see me, but I'm, I'm like this. I'm all spread out all over the place. Yeah, okay. it's like... He's lying on his bed for, yeah. for great clarity. <laughs> <I'm literally laughs> lying down, all cosy. I feel very comfortable. No, I feel like a, a river that's going to sea. I've, you know, a river that, you know, I'm traveling down this nice mm. stream where, you know, if there are any problems, then they're, they're along with me and I can deal with them, but it's all in a nice, concise way. Right. And as soon as we get to see, then it just it all gets violent and spread out. <laughs> that laser focus disappears. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean, yeah, that's that's an interesting way to describe it. It's, I say it's not like it's been a, a bad feeling. It's just mm-hmm. it's quite it's exhausting. I think. Yeah. Yeah, but I I don't know. I I would put that down to like a retroactive exhaustion. Mm. Um, but yeah, like it's it's certainly something that I that I've gone through a lot and I, I imagine so my deadlines on Tuesday, I imagine once that passes, it's going to be odd, but I've, I've then got a job lined up in a couple of weeks, which I, uh, um, uh, is, um, painting, uh, and cleaning student houses after they move in. Um, that's good. It was in Southampton. No, it's up in Nottingham. So my God, my godmother, uh, is a landlady. And, um, so me and me and my girlfriend and my brother, we're all going up and uh, we're going to stay in the student houses so that we're distant from everyone. Uh, and it's our house. So it's me, my brother and my girlfriend who are all living together anyway. Yeah. We're going to go up as a household and then clean those houses for her. And yeah. That's, Have you been issued full PPE? Yeah. So she's, she's providing full PPE mm. and training and social distancing and stuff like that. Nice yeah. one. Um, but yes, as, as I was saying, yeah, I, I just, I would be, don't be too hard on yourself in this time. I think yeah. it sounds natural, especially can, given what's going on in the world in general, even if it's not actively affecting you, your brain is still trying to come to terms with the reality of yeah. this weird non-reality we live in. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it, it absolutely is, is okay to, to feel lethargic and exhausted that kind of week or two after, after you're done with a big push. I, th- I think that you just need to find a project you know, give yourself some downtime as you are. 
but when, once you're ready you just need to find yourself a project where you can just laser focus on again yeah and have that as your sort of to do and have like your golf and your sort of other outdoor activities your you know talking to your dad and things like that around it but you know the bulk of your time use it to focus on it be that a, a film that you want to make be that something you want to write be something yeah. creative as, as obviously it's going to be with you um something that you can laser focus down on um yeah. but just yeah. when you're ready exactly now i've got a ton of stuff i want to make and projects that i know i can do and want to do but it's just getting around to them really i mean I, yeah i'm giving myself time off really I mean, it's been an exhausting literally mentally physically everythingly exhausting like past few months and i just want to take a bit of time off but it's like it's not like i don't have energy because when i do things like when i go play golf it's not like i'm walking around the course thinking oh i can't be bothered to hit the next shot or if i'm writing then i'll be like i can't be bothered to do the next scene but mm. so like, i have energy when i do these things but it's just finding motivation yeah. yeah and it comes it will come with time i think oh, yeah. it's just allowing yourself to give you know allowing yourself this rest mm. yeah exactly you deserve it thank you <laughs> that's that's all I have to, yeah that's all for me how are you Elliot your turn Segway Elliot no. <laughs> that, was, that was so slick uh, yeah I don't know um, like I, I was only this morning that I was like oh shit we're gonna do the podcast today because I, I've not really had any time to reflect this week um, and uh, I've been working towards my deadline so I've, I've got a, a deadline on Tuesday uh, it's now Sunday, so by the time this comes out, the deadline will have passed. But um, so I've been kind of working towards that, but I've been finding it impossible to like get any motivation, and it, it, it's it's so weird that it's been a whole week, and I've written like maybe a thousand words, mm. like because I, I had I had the majority of it written this time last week. Like I I spent the last podcast talking to Jake about my writing as well as other mm. things, but like it's so weird to think that I've, I've only written about a thousand words this week and it's just been a, a really surreal week and I don't really know why. Um, it's gone quickly and slowly at the same time. And I feel like I've done nothing with my time, but yeah, I, I, I don't really know what, what's sort of been going on this week, but yeah. It's you just, haven't yet been able to pin down exactly how you've been feeling then. Yeah. And yeah. I, I've been feeling guilty for a lot of the week because like by ne the, the virtue of the fact that I've not been doing as much work as I should have been. Like I should have got this done way earlier because I started way earlier. Um, but I just, I, I, it was this last, last story that I just couldn't put to paper. Um, yeah. It's just, yes, yeah, it's, it's just been a weird week. Has that, has that story been sort of in your mind throughout the week though? Yeah, kind of. But I've also spent quite a lot of time trying to distract myself and trying to ignore the problems. So, like, mm. I, I, I've started playing Fallout again. Uh, which which again, Fallout? Fallout 4. Uh, oh, I've been playing Fallout 76. Really? I never get that on a go. Oh, mate, you should. <laughs> I thought the same. Okay. And then I've played it, and it's great. <laughs> I really... Everybody slated it, but I've, 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 I love it. If you've really? got a PS4, if you've got Fallout, will think that's a really long series of games. Oh, it's my favorite <laughs> games. It's my favorite game series. So I just sorry, really? sorry. Six of them. 
How have okay, you gone from four to 76? Like it, was was a, it was a big jump, yes. Anyhow, yeah, no. So you've been playing Fallout, go on. Sorry, uh, I, I, I interrupted no, 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 I like that. Um, no, I'll, 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 I'll have a look at it then, because it's the multiplayer one, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. What do you play it on? PS4. <sighs> i got a PC. You get, get, get a PS4. I don't, I don't want a PS4. I want a new Xbox when it comes out. But, um, but yeah, so I've, I, yeah, I've been playing that, and I know that that's one of my signifiers that something is causing me anxiety because, I, I yeah, I, I find that when when I'm anxious about something but I'm not conscious of it, I find it really hard to focus on things, and so my normal downtime is is painting, but I can't do that if I can't focus. So I find just like, and it's, it's not even an active thing. It's just like, oh, I don't really, like, I can't really paint today. I'm, I'm going to play video games instead. And I find that that's a signifier of, right, I'm, there's something occupying me mentally that I'm not yeah. aware of. And it, it probably is the, the, the deadline and, and more importantly, the guilt of not getting enough work done. Because, um, yeah, I, I, think that is, I think that is what I've been struggling with, with this week is guilt of not being productive enough. But you should never feel guilty about not being productive enough. I, I would argue. I mean, at least from my point of view, I feel like you've you've done so much anyway that I can understand why you might feel guilty that you're not keeping up to the levels perhaps that you 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 aspire to do. Um, but at the same time, you're allowed your off time. You're allowed time to sort of just relax for a little bit and then get back up to speed. Um, yeah, and and I'm so, conscious of that. And I yeah, I I you know. It's, it's that double standards thing again that I, that I've brought up a couple of times, but like when, when my girlfriend had her exam week uh, and she was working and working and working and then couldn't work anymore in the evenings. And, uh, and, and so I was like, look, it's okay to have downtime. You can't effectively work the next day if you don't, um, if you don't have downtime. Right. But when it comes to me, I feel like that that's not the case. I feel like I've got to be at least some productive and, the downtime is time which I could spend being productive, but it's, yeah. And there was, there was one day this week where I told myself, I was like, right, I am going to get the writing done today. Mm. I woke up and I made myself breakfast and it took me a long time. And I then came back and I watched something while I was in breakfast. And then I watched a couple more episodes and then I mm. just sort of sat in my chair for a bit watching more TV. And then, just pottering and doing non-activities, not relaxing, not mm -hmm. actively relaxing, just pottering around and doing nothing. So I was feeling guilty about not doing work, but also I wasn't relaxing properly to counteract that, the fact that I was too tired to work. And it was, just, it, just, it was a wasted day. It was a day. And I can now see why you think time is going both fast and slowly yeah. at the same time. Because yeah. that, I, I, whenever I've been in a situation like that before, just sort of reflect it to me and trying to understand your position mm. i felt the same mm. so yeah it's a tough one isn't it because you want to relax when you're not working mm. but then you feel guilty about that so you find yourself then moping around then you don't relax then you still feel guilty oh, yeah. it's a, it's a cycle isn't it it's a complete cycle that yeah. you've fallen into i what i would say to get out of that is simply think sit down and have have i mean you well you've done it here but sit down and perhaps talk to your girlfriend sit down perhaps yeah. have a think to yourself and just go well do i need to feel guilty about this 
do I not need to feel guilty about this? Do I perhaps, mm. can I perhaps just allow myself some time to relax? Which is, of course you can. You've yeah. still got time, like you say, you've still got time to finish your work mm. without rushing around, I, I would imagine. Yeah. So just allow that, you know, allow yourself a couple of days just to think and relax and then go back to it and go back to it at, 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 which will allow yourself to go back to it at a level that you will be happy with because i know you have high standards at it um, <laughs> yeah. and you, nobody can achieve high standards when they're not in the right headspace yeah no it's it, it's very very true um and it's yeah it's, it's something which i yeah I, I do struggle with and I, I think i spoke about it in the first episode is i feel like i've always got to be doing something um which again it's, it's just not productive and you get to a space where you're so in need of relaxing that you can't do anything productive. Um, no. But yeah. And, but hey, like I said, sit down and have a think about it. And like I said, I'm no, by no means a psychologist or a <laughs> psychotherapist, but um, thinking about things and putting them as a context this has always worked for, well, me. And I know it's worked for you in the past too. So, so yeah. That's uh, that's what I think I'll work on this week then. Yeah, thank you, thank you for joining me again. Tom literally dipped out about thirty seconds ago. Yeah, um, he had to run away. Was he, he playing golf? Yeah, he's, he's probably. Playing golf now with his <laughs> um, we we should probably try and do them earlier in the day so Tom doesn't always miss the end of the podcast. But yeah, this is true. Here we are. I've been Elliot. I've been Jake, and Tom is right. playing Tom, golf. Tom's missing again, but <laughs> we'll, we'll organise it earlier next week. Um, but yeah, thank you so much at home for listening and um, stay safe. Thanks for listening. Please remember that none of us are professionals. And if you do need help, please seek professional advice from either your local GP or any of the established charities that I'll leave in the description. If you want to see what else we're up to, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Jesting Dog Productions.